The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your Morning Brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Denver Nuggets easily submitting their uh, best half, first half of basketball yesterday as they ran away and hid from the L.A. Clippers. By the way, a Clippers team that had both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George playing yesterday. So this wasn't a case of load management or anything like that. The Clippers brought their, their full squad and Michael Malone's team absolutely swamped them. What was his message to the team at halftime after such an impressive first half? My challenge was simple. Uh, understand why we're up and don't be bored with success. Don't be satisfied. We knew that last five games, that team was averaging 35 points in the third quarter. And we've seen it. We've been up 28 against that team and lost. And you knew that you know they were going to go small and try to junk the game up a little bit. And we just had to be disciplined. Hmm. You, you don't want to make you know too much. They were leading. They were leading by more than the Clippers had scored in the first half. It was sixty-six to thirty-two. But I, I get where he's saying that there was no let-up. In fact, even with a thirty-four point lead, they went out and outscored the Clippers in the third quarter, thirty-six to twenty-seven, to uh, absolutely put it away. Yeah, I think that uh, I think it's interesting, Mike, because you. It's so easy. You know, to have that kind of lead and, like you said, to get bored with the game or just to just to become lackluster. Like, okay, let's we, we won this one. Let's get this over with. And once the momentum flips to the other side, it, it, it's really hard to regain it. So I appreciate that. I, it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes it's much harder to be up big than down big. And um, not not sometimes. It's always harder to be up big than it is down big, I think, from the standpoint of just you mentally Staying focused and continue to do what you do. So that's a that's it's a big accomplishment that second half, even though you were up huge, to kind of keep the uh, keep the hammer down. So and a, a night where your MVP just had a, a chill night. Played twenty four minutes, only took eight shots, only scored twelve points. Who cares? He was just out there distributing. Easy night for uh, Jokic and uh, everybody else. Good laugher of a win, and they cleanse away that uh, disappointing loss to uh, Minnesota. And you're and you're left to the week in which you just focus on the dominating win over Boston and the dominating win over the Clippers, and you take that as this is who that team is. Next on the morning brew, the Avalanche build a two nothing lead. They're playing a good road game. They're midway through the second period with that two nothing lead in Vancouver, and then it all falls apart. They give up three goals in about a, a two-and-a-half-minute stretch. Uh, Alexander Georgiev between the pipes, very frustrated, smashing his stick. Abs and Jared Bednar end up losing this game 4-2. I mean, I thought we were playing a decent hockey, and we're up 2 nothing. what was it, 32 minutes into the game, and things going well, and then implosion, penalties, frustration, bit of bad luck, but not committed enough for that uh, eight-minute stretch, and it cost us a hockey game. So uh, my latest column that's going to be dropping at denversports.com a little bit later on, we'll talk about it during the front page at 8 o'clock, is, is basically about the Avs and where should the level of concern be about this team. And my, my theme for the piece is, as fans, get ready, embrace the grind. 
because that's the way it's going to be for the next couple of months. And these are the type of games that you got to find a way to grind out a win. You're up two nothing on the road. You, you, you got to find a way to close it down. It doesn't have to be pretty, but you got to find a way to come away with two points. And they did not do that. Yeah. No. no hey, I'm. I'm 100. You're preaching to the choir. Um. You've got to be able to win those games. You got to be able to. You know. Uh, the dirty work, and he talked about it. In mean, 32 minutes, we played really good hockey, and then all of a sudden, we imploded. And uh, listen, turnovers in your own ends, in your own end, and and you know, and the frustration you saw from Gorgie Park and everything else. I mean, that those those are things that that you have to clean up. And these, you're gonna have to win ugly. Um, yeah, I'm I'm 100 with you, Mike. I'm glad you wrote the article. Gorgie I can't Park, wait to not read it. Gorgie Park, <laughs> oh, you. T- All right. <laughs> Next on the uh, morning brew, uh, Jerry Rosberg with a heartfelt message to Broncos country. The fans in Bronco country are in- invested as well. It's been a dry spill. A bit. And we all recognize that. This team recognizes that. Perhaps desert-like, but I think that is a really a, a bold declaration, demonstration by our fans that uh, they see the, the promised land beyond the horizon. They're, they're looking downfield, and we want to give those fans, and those all the people that come out to the field and all the people that are at home, uh, hope for that. So we're, we're working hard to do that. Well, Coach, maybe you're showing a little bit of your Denver inexperience here because he was relating information that was given to him about the strong renewal rate of Bronco season tickets. And he took that as a sign that Bronco fans are still very enthusiastic and optimistic. Uh, I think it's more about, hey, we're not giving up our tickets because we know we'll never get them back because the waiting list is like 50,000 strong. So don't take it as a uh, sign of our endorsement of where this thing is going as much as uh, we're not giving up our tickets anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, that's that you'll see the no shows. Uh, I, I imagine there's going to be quite a few. But, hey, well, do you think there'll be a, a bunch or do you think there's a, a renewed energy now that Hackett's been fired? Well, I hate to put it all on Hackett because it's not it's not the you realize it's not his fault. But you know what I'm saying? Should be a nice day on Sunday. That'll help. Last game of the season. Uh, I I. I know that season ticket holders are, are pretty much offering their tickets. A neighbor of mine offered uh, me his four tickets. I politely declined. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I don't think it'll be too bad. The only problem is it's not like you have a fan base coming in that's going to uh, bring a, a, a bunch of their own fans. Uh, Chargers can't even draw in, in SoCal. So, never mind uh, bringing a bunch of guy, uh, fans out here. So, yeah, I think you'll probably be looking at a healthy, I'd say 10,000 no-shows. Yeah. Anything more? Mm, uh, no, I mean, hey, listen, it's nice. You can get some tickets. You can roll out there. You can leave early. I mean, we've proven that. Um, Treat it like a yeah, Rockies no. game. Nice day. Treat yeah, it like a Rockies kinda, game. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like a Rockies game. Let's a lot go. Of times Ooh, okay. W. Yeah. Tonight in order. Oof, it's getting late. I got to roll. Oof. See ya. Yeah. Mm. Next on the morning brew. Uh, let me make sure I have this right again. It's Ejero. Ivero. Ijero Ivero. Ijero Ivero. Ijero Ivero. Ijero Ivero. Talking yesterday about uh, the possibility of becoming a head coach here or somewhere else. Like I've said, and I, you know, I really truly mean this, I am 100% invested into finishing this year off and then uh, just kind of take those things as they come. But, uh, you know, I, I do want to be a head coach, um, you know, but uh, the timing is not in my control and uh, I'll just do what my job is right now, which is be the D coordinator. 
Okay, Mark, if you're not able to land one of the two big fishes in Sean Payton and uh, Jim Harbaugh, what about the idea of staying in-house with Averro? Um, I love I love what he's done. And trust me, I love what he's done. Um, that said, I want somebody with experience. Me personally, I've had enough of first time guys. I've I've had enough of the growing pains. I've had an I don't know about the rest of Broncos country, but consider me a dude that wants a retread. <laughs> Why do you have to say retread? It's such a derog. Mike Shanahan was a retread. Gary Kubiak was a retread. I don't think I don't as, look. I don't, I don't think of them the, as retreads. I don't. I don't look at the term with derog with a derogatory feel to it. I like retread is good to me. Like, well, it's good to me too, but I, I would right. like a different word to. Well, let's make a different word then instead of a. Retread. I would like an experienced head coach. Okay, an experienced head coach. Experienced head coach. Yeah, but that's seasoned. Just, experienced. Seasoned. seasoned. I would like a. Uh, I would like a crafty veteran. <laughs> Wiley. <laughs> Wiley. Yeah, I think we should you know throw it to the text line. What's a better way? What's a what's a way to to make retread sound good? Like good. what's a different yes. comp? Yeah, yes. Like we need that. We need instead of saying retread, that that you know essentially, essentially, uh, it, it has the connotation of retread, but it's not so. It doesn't feel so dirty. It's like, do you really want a quarterback who's a game manager? Right. It's like you know what Tom Brady's exactly, a game manager, like, but it still hey, has kind of a derogatory term. Right. Hey, here. Right. Hey, she's got a great personality. Right. Like, yeah, right. Right. It's it, yeah. Yeah. We need we need a better term. Okay, texters, go to work. Three zero three seven one three. We task you. We task you. That's right.